Check, check, check. Checking in. Bling, bling. Checking in. Bitches is mad. <laughs> you are now listening to the Read the Room podcast. That's right, baby. Featuring myself, Don Christian, yours truly, mm-hmm. and this my, is Rahel, my beautiful co-host, Wendy which, Williams, stiffest wig. <laughs> Wendy Williams, stiffest wig. Stiffest. The stiffest. It don't shake though. Not at all. It ain't no movement whatsoever. It ain't jam if it don't shake. <laughs> um, how y'all doing today? How are you, Rahel? You know. Always uneasy. Always uneasy. Yeah. A little bit queasy. A little queasy. Um, I feel it in my gut. I do too. And my shoulders. It's over-caffeinated is the sensation I feel at all times. It's that caffeine and spliff in the morning That's mentality. Sh- mindset. That's it. Lifestyle. That's it. I, I don't really hit the blunt before noon no more. You know, I don't, I don't hit blunts. Period. Period. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I don't hit blunts unless I'm with my brother. Yeah, I like to leave. I I would like for my lips to remain pink. So, wow. Mm. Read the room. <laughs> wow, the shade that was just the throne. If y'all could see my lips right now. Um. Anyways, right, sorry. We are again recording from the public assistance shop. That's right. Warehouse. It's- uh, um, give it more. Give it more than that. No, yeah, it's a lot of things. It really is. It's surely it's, a. It's surely a shop, though. It is very cute in here. By and the it's way. a workshop. It really is. And it's a studio. A storefront. And it's a gallery. It is. And it's a radio. We got a garden in the back. It's a garden in the back. It's like, actually a bird sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> live from the bird sanctuary. Yeah, we are live from the. Bird. That's why I love it here so much. Twiddle <laughs> People um, also say I look like Tweety Bird, but that you look. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you saw it. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. She really do. <laughs> she really looks like Tweety Bird. It's okay because I look like Droopy the dog. No, you do but... not. No, you do not. It's Who's right. your doppelganger? I always thought it was Droopy. Droopy, Are like, you... but uh, do you have a human doppelganger? Gumby. Oh my <laughs> fucking god. <laughs> He's human, right? He was meant to be. What? He was real to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, Yo, you really do give Gumby. Gum, you know, Popeye. No, he's big. He's, he's he was he's not. My, he, you know, he would just eat spinach and one muscle would you pop know what up. It is? So back to olive oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm olive oil. Here we are. But for you youngins, y'all don't know what you even talking you about. Even y'all know. don't know nothing about uh, what what was it? Looney Tunes. They. Animaniacs. And well, if they should know anything, is Animaniacs. They don't. But that was still like '90s. That was the WB. But like Looney Tunes, like Tom and Jerry. They have to fucking. But I really go back. Like I go go back back. to the Little Rascals, Black and White. Oh, oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Black and White. Okay. Because on them VHSs. Okay. That my dad would put on when he left the house, and I had to watch myself. You know what I mean? Wow, wow. The white stuff, I mean, the like black and white stuff, which mm-hmm. is white stuff, always made me uncomfortable. I couldn't do it. Like sad. Yeah. Just or it was like, like dark. You knew the it history was dark. Was like it was like inter- so unfamiliar. Hmm. I, you know, I grew up, I'm immigrant household. So it was very unfamiliar for gotcha, me. So gotcha, I was gotcha. like, I need 
something else. So cartoons were good for me. Love that. I mean, like Buckwheat was my first like vision well, of myself. So I saw the '94 movie. <laughs> yeah, sure. Little Rest. That was class. I love that. I mean, he ate, and he was also um, Little Nicky. Little Nicky on uh, Fresh Prince. French Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. French. Yeah. The, the French, French Prince. Prince. <laughs> the French Prince. We. Oui. Avec moi. I quote the Little Rascals all the time. But the movie. Yeah, the movie. Because if we go way back to yeah. black and white, it gets very black and yeah, white. Yeah, yeah, no, I couldn't do like, that. Like they damn near calling Buckwheat nigger type. N- yeah, the pickaninny. He the, tore the. Oh, yeah, what? he did. The he styling. Did. <laughs> Is that your inspo? Is that I, your inspo? I put that on my gram like years ago. I did like style, like my style inspo over the years, and oh. like Buckwheat was definitely in there. Thomas the Choo Choo Train was in there. How is that a stylist? <laughs> no, it was a vibe. Again, was a he vibe. also has kind of a Gumby face. He, human, right? Yeah, very. Another human I Tommy. Uh, t- Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> I meant to call Tommy him Thomas, Lee. but I said Tommy. Tommy shit. Tommy Lee. Mm. Tommy Lee. I actually recently watched a little episode about the Tommy Lee and Pam Anderson sex tape. Like very the, fucked up the documentary no or like it was like the, some like, cheaper version that was like you know like did he he leaked it no it was stolen oh, it was actually from their stolen safe the, that's what they always say no but they got in a beef with their contractor they had moved into their new house right. they got into a beef and the contractor was like you owe me 20k and they were like fuck you no we don't you're scamming us. Wow. And so they stole the tape. They stole the, the safe, anticipating that he was like, fuck it, I'll get I'll make my Cash break back, even. But he made more. We wait. And it was it was way more convoluted than that. He sold it to this guy who was actually selling it in Europe as, as a VHS. Got you. A copy so of the it VHS. Even, it didn't even go straight to Vivid. It didn't go straight it to It took like, years. It took like two or three years. Cause you know, it's like bitch, the nineties. Had I been had I been grown back then? It would have been a wrap. It would have been... Next Door Studios all day. Vivid Entertainment oh. all day. What was that? Brazzers. But you, it, this is literally like the World Wide Web was just jumping off. I'd have been leaking my own tapes like But a you mug. couldn't leak because there was nothing to leak. <laughs> right, right, right. This dude got... One dude got a copy of it, sold it for 10 k to a porn site. And they managed to have the the wherewithal and the for this is like the first stream to know that thing. this would hit. This would hit. They knew it was gonna hit. It was like, oh shit. But then trend setting. Yeah. Trend so setting. then this radio jockey gives a play by play on the radio. This guy, I forget, he's like associated with Howard Stern. He gives a play by play of the video on the radio. And people in LA are, are listening to it. They're oh, like, right. oh shit. When's the drop? When's this drop? So then it went crazy. Like and it was just like Poor Pam Anderson, yo. She, she tore, she though. She did a lot for us. Another one, another style icon inspo. Totally, forever. For me. Forever. You know, talk about undoing respectability. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The two then. grapefruits for titties with a tank top and the the bar, the bar band um, tattoo That's that right. actually gave her hep C. I've, uh, that's the whole look forever. Inspo. The we hep- spiral. The bar band into the hepsi. Yeah. That's the, it. That's all right. I feel like that's a, that's a great and place to come that is our intro back. for yeah. today. <laughs> um, you learned a lot already. We learned so much. Um, we're here undoing respectability. Yeah. Minute to minute, day to day. Mm-hmm. Hop on a bandwagon, bitches. Forever. Um, what are we talking about today, though? 
um, we'll get into some things. We're going to check on our girls in a bit. We're yeah. going to get into, you know, the global news, you know, all the things that really matter. Where's, where's, you know, usually we do, we, we go about the globe, but today I feel like we're taking a uniquely American Oh, that's right. Stance. Today we're going to stay in the country. We are. Well, we're going to go a little to Kenya a little bit, but just, but it's mostly just for tea. Right, right, right. It's just for tea. It's a pop out. It's a pop out. popping right back. It's yeah. stateside. It's giving stateside. Americana today. Apple yeah. pie hoes. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> Get you some juice or popcorn or I don't know what the fuck y'all want. <laughs> All right. Hey. And back. we are back. That's right. That was Black China you were just listening to. I really think it's her best record out of the three. Out of, yeah, I was going to say how many records she got, too. You know what I'm saying? But she knocked. She did that. It knocks. Oh, wait. I just played Black China. Yeah. And we're about to check in on a girl. On a girl. A woman. A woman. Let me stop. Yeah. We're actually checking in on Black China's mother, Tokyo. Tokyo Tony, the legend. That's right. The American hero. As you remember, I'm sure, we're going to have these segments weekly. You know, we're calling it Check In On Your Girls. But today we are checking in on a woman. On a woman. An unstoppable woman. Woman. Honestly, a tornado, an agent of chaos. And I, again, I know she ruffles feathers, but I adore her. Right, let's say it again. Tokyo Tony, we are checking in on you. Sound off. Are you present? Oh, I, yo, it would be my fucking dream. (laughs) To have her here one day? Have her here one day or just to comment, like, just listen to it and then, like, rip us to shreds. Oh, God, please rip me apart. Please. Well, all right, tell us. Rahel, tell us who, for those of the listeners out there don't know who Tokyo Tony is. What a name, by the way. Right. Who is Tokyo Tony? So we all know Tokyo Tony through Black China. Black China, um, originally a, a famous exotic dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the name of her? The club? It was in Atlanta. King of Diamonds. There we go. K-O-D- K.O.D. K.O.D. She was a star there and just, you know, her skyrocket to success. Really, truly an American entrepreneur. Like, she has. They try to chalk her rise up to Drake because he shouted her out in a song. Perhaps. It was like she was, she was bigger before. She, she was, was like already a street Drake hero. Before Drake, you yeah. Know? She, then she was in the Nicki Minaj video years later. But it's like she right. had already been big. She was. Yeah. Regard, and, you know, she had she she pioneered like the reality show kind of not really well she is a as i like to call a heel uh, like in a, a wrestling context a heel is a vi- the villain they come in and they just rabble rouse and right, right, right. they give they give the good guys a story so Ch- china was that but then tokyo got in the mix yes and became the the, and, the heels yeah heel. she is uh a, like the toxic manager that she had to get away that china had to part ways with and i just kind of feel like tokyo like i said agent of chaos chaos unstoppable she is always gonna find her way back into the headlines and this week today we are gonna talk about one instance of that yes i mean she's she's in the mix every month or so a lot of the time she's like it's because she's like berating her daughter yeah well, like, that was really her claim to fame. Was her terrible mothering. Yeah. Public, um, public mothering of Black China, who's a favorite of many. Yeah. It's like, we're not going to stand for you to just like assault your daughter. Yeah. But we do. 
Yeah. The we world do. does. It, they, we continue to let it happen. Opinion. It, it we keep, do. keeps happening. But she popped up last week? Yeah. Or this um, week? The shit was wild. It was wild. So, Tokyo, many personalities. Like, can't tell. Like, does she have money? Does she not? Like, actually, kind of doesn't matter. It doesn't. Um, Does she keep a car? She do. Or she, sometimes she don't. I don't know if uh, you've been watching yeah, her videos. True. She actually might not have a car. She right might now. not. Yeah. Um, sh- yeah. It's just forever, like... You know how with like the Kardashians, it's always a tale of like what's next and you can thread the whole story from beginning to end. So many twists and turns. Mm-hmm. There is no thread when it comes to Tokyo. It's just literally what the only constant is this woman's name and her chaos. There's no thread. None. Much like this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how we get here. Um, um, the spontaneity of it all. You really just can't predict yeah, you can't predict what she's going to do next. She really jumped out of the window. Yeah. Well, she jumped out of the window when she brought up this orphan, this... um Right. These children. So she... Yes, exactly. So she was on a podcast. Um, what's her name? Megan from? James. Megan. There we go. Megan. I was like, I know Megan and I know the face. I know the Bad chin. Girls Club. Forever. Trying to be good. She's trying to like... Megan's trying Megan's, to... Yeah, but she's messy. She can't help it. She can't, really she's can't messy. help it. Shout out... Um, mess. Shout out Meg and Mess. Hit us up. Yeah, We'd love to have um, you on here. She's one gonna day. be fucking so fucking annoyed. <laughs> Anyways, so um, Tokyo is on uh, Meg's podcast, and she talks about how she sponsors her babies, thirty six children in Uganda, and the world was like, "What? What the fuck?" And she said she door dashes to raise money for them. So and outlandish yes but there was some proof somebody provided like a screenshot of they were like why it was just random on twitter like why is tokyo tony my my door dasher why did tokyo tony show up to my house with my food yes and then tokyo tony said i'm doing this to support my children in africa in africa of which she's never spoken about nothing and it's like it gave very much like 1-800 donate an orphan totally you know what I'm saying? It literally, like, she made it up out of the blue. Right. And honestly, truthfully, do we have any proof that there is, other than her, <laughs> because the way she dropped that knowledge and then immediately threw an A-bomb on it is, mm-hmm. like, really nuts. Anyways, so she mentioned she's got 36 children in Uganda that she takes care of. She doesn't know them by name. No. No, but she has nicknames for them, like... <laughs> Like little what, fly. Like, what, say, what? Little fly <laughs> and froggy. Froggy. She, she said that. She said that. She said With that pride. live on camera, y'all. With pride. She said, my babies. I take care of my babies. Right. So, um, right. So, and, you know, Megan James. Meg James. That's her name, Megan James? You know what? Hold up. She I was just like, found, wow. I found the clip. She lied the whole interview. She Over? Should, the entire interview. I've never seen somebody lie like that like she deserves an oscar she said that she feed kids in uganda mm-hmm. but she don't know their names i have 36 children and orphans. you know all their names no they have little nicknames little fly you know froggy i was like how are you able to feed <gasps> little there that was her there saying was it. it they and have little nicknames like little fly and froggy and it was her and it was angela 
Black China before that saying? Was that her playing on there? That was, that was Megan. Oh, that was Megan Talking saying she, she literally lied, lied. across the whole interview. Got it. Okay. Well, wow, they, she just kind of sounded like China. That was, she did, right. Anyways, um, yeah, she lied. It seemed like that. It seemed like she was making it up on the spot. Um, so then, bringing it back to the chaos, um, she was on... I don't know what streaming platform or what social media platform. It, could, it gave TikTok. But it, she's probably on Bigo now. It could, <laughs> she's she's giving Bigo live. <laughs> <laughs> what? I have so many friends on Bigo. That's okay. okay. They're All making right. their coins. Yeah, sure. They are. All the black girls sure. are on Bigo. It's true. Um. So, right. So she is like, she's like, I'm so fucking mad right now. And we like, everyone's like, what? Why are you mad this time, Tony? She, um, so she decided to stop taking care of the kids in Uganda for reasons unknown, (laughs) other than to call them, quote, and I quote, ungrateful orphanage motherfuckers. My God. Yes. Um, right. And then she immediately followed that statement with, um, she tells them to quote go suck some dick like the bitch across the street. What? <laughs> Who is she talking to? Like they don't even. They probably they don't, don't, have, they don't even have the internet. They can't. They not. They don't exist. So she's just a pathological liar. Yeah, and also truthfully, like my what I deduce is like there's some mental illness going on there that's like on full display for sure there's some things going on mentally at play right but also the thing about the internet and personalities on the internet is that like i could we could probably say that about so many of the girls Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. usually on full display i feel like i bring this up i brought this up last week too with suki like yeah 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 um it's just you know the world's like a stage. Everything's a stage for our for our diseases to play out. Sure, and it's honestly like the best entertainment. <laughs> it's really what it gets. Well, I mean, when when it comes to Tony, I mean, you just wonder about her own own her own br- bringing up the bringing up of for Tony. Sure. Like, where she come from? DMV, DC, and the what? She was also in an the exotic what, dancer. Sixties. What do we want to give her? S- I would say 70s, 70s 80s 70s 80s yeah, right. I would give 80s she's Sorry, not that I old I didn't mean to drag her like that yeah right 70s you said 80s the 60s and she was a dancer too she was and I and do think she was you know doing a little she was on some things the things and some thingy um, things um, and then you watch you watch the way history repeat itself you see things trickle down physiologically biologically through totally. our children totally so I mean Bless her. Bless her. Again, like I said, an American hero. But at what point do we say, at what point do we renege on a Tokyo Tony? At what point do we say, Tokyo, this is getting I don't think we too can. much? Mm-mm. Do we never give up on we our, never on our give falling up. sisters? Our falling Who said mothers? they're falling? She's ascending? She's, a, she's rising? She's rising. <laughs> her son is always rising. I'm a Tokyo, I'm a Tokyo son. Interesting. I'm a Tony Moon. And Tony. Oh, okay. Braxton. Oh, interesting. I was like Morrison. And I'm a Tracy. Tracy Braxton. You are definitely Tracy um, ascending. Yes. Yeah, you definitely. If we were going to do, if we're going down this route, can you be a triple Wendy Williams? 
Wow. Yeah. You really live for your girl. I do. I love a Wendy. I think maybe we should check in on Wendy. We should. Next, next week. week, we'll check in on Wendy. Oh, but we God. do we have updates? That's a whole show, and it's like that is in a reoccurring. Of... Someone should hit us up. Hit us. Hit public assistance up if you want a show that is solely focused on Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams. And we the will legend. get back to you. Um, never. Never, actually. <laughs> All right. We'll be back, y'all. <laughs> Wash Radio is an audio broadcast platform by public assistance. A sonic outlet to amplify our collective vitality. Visit publicassistance.org to stream now. To host a show, fill out the form at publicassistance.org slash washradio. Wash Radio on publicassistance.org. Won't you be our neighbor? All right. And we're back. We are. Read the room. Can't read. We've been reading. Yeah, you know what? Um, fun fact. Hit me. Um, Not so fun. The average reading level of an American is a sixth grade reading level study, a recent study. Sixth grade? Sixth grade, baby. What were we reading in sixth grade? <sighs> Let's see. Uh, hmm. Well, you know, I went to private school, so it's a little different. Mm, same okay great well in <laughs> so. that case uh i think uh sixth grade i read of mice and men wait what uh catcher in the rye not sixth grade yeah oh i'm lying that was seventh grade it was seventh grade. i did not read catcher in the rye until ninth grade yeah so that's absolutely not no uh catcher in the rye i'm lying of mice and men catcher in the rye seventh grade i can't remember what i was reading in sixth grade honestly it was still giving like it was not giving Babysitter's Club. It was not giving... Goosebumps. Maybe A Wrinkle in Time. Right, 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 right. I feel like... I'm trying to... Yeah, what was before that? I think I read A Wrinkle... No, that was in fifth grade. What was the one with... um, Not Old Yeller. Boo Radley. Oh. Tequila. Te- tequila tequila Mockingbird. Mockingbird. You're right. Okay. I feel like it was around that. Um, I read The Giver, I think. Yeah, right, right, right. Maybe well, that was earlier than that. So... A sixth grader, like they be reading, they reading, but it's like you could do more. Right, I would, I would, I would want for the average American to be reading at a higher level. Yeah, no, I think everything we mentioned was obviously fiction. So, I mean, nonfiction was not really in the picture yet. I well, I also wonder is like, uh, does that take into account? Is like a reading level take into account comprehension, or is it just like, um pronunciation language no it's definitely comprehension as well right reading comprehension is the i think that's a nigga could read a really big word but if you don't know what it means right well i taught i taught pre-k for a while mm -hmm. um and we would have readers in the class and i remember being like oh my god this this little black girl can read and you know Mm -hmm. private school that's i was teaching a private school Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. you better show them right private school i remember the teacher was um all right, let me not shit too much. But she was basically like, um, that actually doesn't mean much. And I was like, fuck you, ho. What do you mean? She's like, because she doesn't comprehend a word she's saying. And when you, she would read all these words and I'd be like, all right, so what's your story about? And she would just look at me and be like, fuck if I know. <laughs> be like, I don't know. I was like, damn, all right. Wow. Big ass words, not getting a damn thing. Right, so right, right. I think that's, I mean, definitely an issue like you, the the language aspect, pronunciation, like not understanding grammar. Mm-hmm. That's like one thing and syntax. But then the other thing is. Well, m- when we get into like 
pronunciation matters that's what we're talking about respectability politics For sure. you know like the when when niggas like these politicians and whatever they talking about like like kids should be like speak english you know like oh yeah yeah like yeah. speak it right yeah like, come on yeah you're first of all and you know everybody's like um well you know a v e uh-huh is it's a language in and of itself it is and it's bigger and better than it is like, uh, you know and uh, the crazy thing uh, another another study i had seen was this is carrying and i'm gonna like butcher it Ooh, but, i think i i think i heard this one Go okay on. so they there was a, a question about you know african-american vernacular english um how black children are actually black you children from the united states are actually learning two languages at once at once so they're learning both A, V, E and, you know, proper, proper, you know, whatever English that. So that's more than your little white children is learning. Totally. Unless exactly. Unless they're in like the bayou. Totally. So they were actually asking. Um, it was about the sentence stru- structure mm-hmm. was like using a double negative or something. Ain't no something like that. And they were talking about cookies, I believe. It was okay. a little black girl. <laughs> Uh, like Elmo ain't got no cookies yeah. or something like that. And she knew what that meant. But little white child was like, could not comprehend what a double negative was. Right. So they comprehended it the opposite, like right. so incorrectly. Our comprehension and our like, it's, it's our comprehension and what else? Like, it's like more complex. Totally. It's more innovative. Totally. Um, it's more creative. Totally. And also exactly how language works. You Language is nothing fixed or proper or official or you know it is forever evolving and mm. and you see it all the time um cap yes okay that you hear that all that you hear that shit stop everywhere. capping that's stop cap capping. that's cap that's cap i was like that is new because we used to say i'm old right so we say like oh he's fronting or right right, right, right. um what's the yeah, another what, way? what what is the old cap Fronting for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, They're just downright. That's bullshit. You know what I love from back home? We got we got Jake Jake Robbins uh, in the room. Back home in Philly, we used to. Well, we still say dickhead. I love dickhead. Oh, you a dickhead? You a whole dickhead? No one You're says a that dickhead. anymore. I still say dickhead. I still say a lot of old words. Or um, Joe. Well, you Joe. Why no. you Joe-ing? No. That was all gay. Like, oh, you gay. Oh. That's gay. That's Joe. You drawling. Why Joe? Yeah, Joe's corny too. Yeah, Which was, is also, more, and that's more, what gay used to mean. Yeah. That's gay. Gay did used to mean corny. Yeah. Now gay means like, I don't know. To be gay is really gay to me. It's really. It's really gay. Oh, he's on some gay shit. Um, who else is gay? <laughs> come to think of it we good segue Rahel who else is gay apparently according to this week's news according to this week's news and to uh, his own older brother uh, Barack Obama is apparently giving gay in his imagination dum, dum, dum. carrying insert that dum 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 song dum. okay so I'm gonna misquote this but I think these are two, actually, two Obama stories that run parallel. They do intersect a bit, though. So basically, there was a um, 
uh, Obama had written a love letter to his ex-girlfriend back when he was in college, like 21 years old. Mm -hmm. And he, without butchering this too much, you might have to help me because I don't remember anything. But he basically was saying how he has sex with men daily, but in his imagination. And it was more of like... It sounded like he was overdosing on critical theory and was sort of like mm, having an existential moment and was just like the futility of my existence as a man yeah. is like so frustrating that I can only live out my wildest dreams in my mind. And there's his a, wildest there's dream. a lot to unpack there. There's a sure. lot, you know, questions like, wait, like, well, what was this in response to? Like, what was this? Le- like, he was writing a letter to this girl. It was to a love shorty. letter. Like, his it, was shorty, a, it was a yeah. shorty at the time. Yeah, he was at Oxford. So it was like, was this like um, solicited information or he was just going off? He needed, I think it was he 1982. 1982 Obama. Just in the throes of his experience at a small liberal arts college. Surely sounds like a lot of repressed thoughts going on. But it's sure. like... It was because he was so steeped in the in the literature and the theory, and he's it's, reading all this like text by old older men, you know. Like, yeah, it sounded like that. I'm gonna I'm trying to find the quote right here. Oh, ah, we got a couple quotes. Oh, should I read them in full? Please. All right. So, first quote from this 1982 letter to his then girlfriend. Um, quote. In regard to homosexuality, I must say that I believe this is an attempt to remove oneself from the present, a refusal perhaps to perpetuate the endless farce of earthly life. Um, Hmm. Yeah. You see, I make love to men daily, but in the imagination. He goes on to say... (laughs) He's carrying. Tore. He ate that. Yeah, he ate that. He actually tore that. Um, My mind is androgynous to a great extent, and I hope to make it more so until I can think in terms of people, not woman as opposed to men. Um, Obama continued, but in return to the body, in returning to the body, I see that I have been made a man and physically in life. I choose to accept that contingency. Bodied, he, yeah, actually he, ate that. He embodied that. He really did. He really did. He really did. Because I, the fuller context, like hearing some of his the actual words, like yeah, I get it. Yeah, I do too. It, and honestly, like same. Like we're, I don't disagree with that statement at all. Literally, Except, literally same yeah. in term it, with regard to my gender identity. Yeah, I have let my sexual identity <laughs> run a little rampant. <laughs> <laughs> which is fab for me. I wish Obama could get in on some of that yeah. sauce. Yeah, like why he's gotta be an imagination? Out. Live um, your dreams, daddy. But like, ha- should I or you know, some you know, there was times where I'd be like, wow, am I a man? Like, mm-hmm. do I like? Is this the body that I need to forever have? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Mm. Talk about contingency. Mm. Like, what are the things that we? can reconcile and cannot mm-hmm. what are the things we can live with and cannot mm-hmm. um you know yeah you know it's um i don't know maybe we're getting into like a sticky territory it's going hot there. water it's, it's going, going there. there and before we do that we won't no we <laughs> won't go we won't go all the way, all the way there deep. And no we're gonna have like we're gonna have like you know the the folks who really are apt to discuss those harder 
more complex things right, yeah. here in the room right. to pop me in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I, would, I would say that one of the... Shout out Danica for bringing this up. Mm-hmm. Um, Shouts out D. Yeah, she um, had said, you know, her first interpretation of these quotes is that it felt very... Um, academic and devoid of emotion and that was really mine too it's like he's spiraling on this like critical theory like and I feel like men do this a lot it's like you get hyper invest not you but I have seen men get hyper invested in the thought process of what's going on mm-hmm. and not feel the the emotional dissonance to what's being said the, the, the thing that always gets in the way of of um, living out the critical theory that you're reading is that in experience, especially in the emotional experience, there's a there's a total dis- disconnect and a dissonance. There. Yes. And my whole thing was that as as a person in this letter, as Obama, a cis man, cis hat man, seemingly hat, um, is saying like. Uh, you know, using his imagination to live out this dream, like the fact that he could separate that mm-hmm. and and speak on that in a love letter and then go about his life doing his thing is literally, to me, like literally the straightest thing. You could do the straightest male thing you could fucking do. It's like kind of like is the embodiment of like patriarchy. Totally. I'm like, okay, all right. Oh, you compartmentalize. Good for you. And intellectualize. Like, yeah. And I think that's a very American thing is that like we can be like the... The top of the top, the top tier, the like smartest, the brightest, the wealthiest, the most educated can speak to an, a plethora of subject at the highest level. Totally. But that doesn't mean shit if it you doesn't. haven't lived it or if you can't feel it. You're literally just letting your mind run amok like and therapy. then getting paid. Exactly All our like therapy. bitch ass friends in therapy. <laughs> Shout out to me. Doing the <laughs> shadow work. No, what's the work, bitch? Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see your Ooh, shadow. Oh, I have a lot to say. That should be something else we talk about. No, I'm just kidding. All my friends in therapy, like, go off. I need you in there. Yeah, oh, uh, well. <laughs> For my own You know what? Well-being. A lot of us do need some help. We need help. Including myself. Yes, but um, we should always tread lightly and carefully yes. when it comes to Crutches. psychiatry, psychology, talk therapy and the people who, who are administering it, mm-hmm. who were paying. Yeah, I don't get me into this. Right. I got a lot to say about psychiatry. Anyways, back to Obama. Back to Obama. So, these niggas is gay. Yeah, gay. And apparently his brother agrees. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> Obama, we all know he's half Kenyan got Kenyan family he has an older brother named I believe it's Malik is how you I I my, my people say Malik but let Malik Obama let him know right so um recently his brother posted on Twitter a picture of the two of them in Kenya this is Obama's really young um they are in full Kenyan head to toe traditional Kenyan garb it looks like you know some uh celebratory like high fashion mm-hmm. anyways and he under it i mean i don't want to get this quote wrong um called him uh, a fake ass snake he said oh me me and my, this fake ass oh he yeah. po- captioned the photo yeah <laughs> posted a photo of him and his brother and, and captioned a fake it, ass snake me and this fake, fake ass, ass snake. snake yeah um 
Wait, so he's funny. He carried for that, actually. Me and this fake ass snake. Like, why post it? But like, because, like, why not? But that's exactly what we want to read. He wants some money. He does. Cloud chasing um, ass snakes. Unclear what the source of the beef actually is. I mean, we can allude to some things that we picked up along the way. In my in reading, researching. I'm deducing. I have some deductions. Yes. I think it was, uh, well, so they say, his brother Malik, Malik yes. went to the White House multiple times yeah. on multiple occasions during President Obama's um, administration. Administration. Mm-hmm. Um, things was cool then. Like you're still you're visiting the nigga, Like you're going to his house. You're in his fridge. Like, they were each other's best men in their weddings. Look at that carrying. And but from what I've read, Obama was critical of Malik's abandonment of his own family in Kenya. Mm. Okay. Well, I have my thoughts about that. All right. Let, it, let me go. Uh, well. <laughs> Who a Mr. President, Mr. Biracial President of the United States? That's right. Got the illest pedestal of all time uh-huh. to go down, come down on his full Kenyan black brother. Uh huh. Not to say that because I know lots of deadbeat African fathers. Okay, <laughs> mine wasn't one, but I know lots of deadbeat African fathers, and there's probably some truth to that. But why are you putting your brother on Front Street? Right. You know, I mean, even if his brother is spilling tea and being like, yeah, he a fake ass snake. He also called him a, you know, you an, can say it. An F. Yeah. F- an agate. <laughs> a maggot. Um, um, yeah. So, so it seems like he got his lick back. He did. Exactly. <laughs> he also was carrying, though, which might might also be. So Obama, apparently, I think, Don, you had mentioned that he... Um, has been pretty vocal about supporting some oh, yeah, yeah, pushing yeah. Uh, like a gay rights agenda. That's what Malik is saying. Yeah, yeah. And that like Obama's like, it's cool to have gay books in the library, like chill out. Or, right, like, leave the gay books in the library. Yeah, and then stop his brother is like, no, this nigga is a faggot. Yeah. And he's pushing a gay agenda. Right. And for that reason, I'm going to take pictures of my smell, myself. Two thumbs up wearing a Make America Great Again red fitted and another red fitted that says F Biden on it and wow, posted it. He did on, all of that. He did all of that. I didn't know. It's like it's like in co- a continued saga. Totally. That was he a couple won't, days ago. He won't let up. No, he won't. No, no. Now he's riding the popularity wave. He said this fake ass nigga and everybody bit. And he's a, a you know, a, a, a self-proclaimed vocal Republican. Yikes. So, well, Yikes. yeah, you very, very, has been supporting Trump. Malik, if you're listening, we would love to have you on the show one day. We would also love to have your kids on the show. <laughs> All 15 of them. Yeah. Um. Well, that is our global news for today yeah. and <laughs> our American news. Uh, we'll be right back. Hello, Gavna. And we're back. We are. Um, um, yeah. That was a little we. Kelly Price for that ass. Mm-hmm. Fat ass Kelly Price. Fat ass Kelly Price. <laughs> you should never should have called me that. Because here we are. Luther that Vandross was me in middle school, ass. by the way. What? Homeboy that was like, homegirl. They. 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 With the piercing and looking pissed that, you know, that was just me. That was... Right. That was me. That was I you. I was chubby in That was before school. we met. That was before we met. Really wish I could did have enjoyed you back fat, then. Did we both have fat phases? You were a chubby kid at one point, right? Okay. F- calm down. 
<laughs> it was it's a, called big bone. It was, I was big boned in the face. In the face. I was oh, big that's right. In the face. That's right. That's right. I was soft. I was soft everywhere else yeah. to the touch. Ain't nothing wrong with that, baby. But then I really shot up. Yeah. Really slimmed I mean, out. My glow up in eighth grade was crazy. It was crazy for you. It was crazy. It yeah. was like I grew my titties. Mm-hmm. I went from an A to a C in seventh grade, Woo. and I was just chubby, right? It was just like a snicker. And then, like in eighth grade, I think I lost like forty pounds or something, and it was like I never looked back. It was all that B team basketball. It, actually, <laughs> I was the star of my middle school team and my okay, JV yeah. team. I played good. every position. She was good. You know, front, back, to the side. Anyways, um, we're back and we're going to be introducing, we have a segment called Flyaways. Oh, we didn't do it last we week. We haven't, we didn't. We're introducing um, it today. Yeah, and we love this segment, Flyaways. Um, you know, the, unpop- ones, the ones that get away. The ones that get away that won't stay down. These are our that, unpopular opinions. That don't fit in the rubber band. They really don't. We don't fit in a rubber band. No. No. Um, so... These no edge control, no nothing can get these girls to stay down. No, jam, no wax, no wax stick, no, no care care, nothing. They Bitch just gonna pop out no matter what. No matter what, and you're gonna be mad about it. Everybody's gonna be mad about it. <laughs> People are gonna see the pictures and be like, "Why couldn't you get your hairs to stay down?" Ooh. Yeah. So, so what is our flyaway for today, Rahel? Right. I know this is something you you wanted to bring up yeah no i'm a, I, this might upset if so you can catch this smoke but yeah i will well ever you were di- you were diving right into that okay, shit right, too so tell us about it all right <laughs> so today we i really wanted to talk about zodiac signs right so the you know zodiacs your birth charts do we believe in them what is this about um this conversation i find every time i bring up kind of like my take on it it kind of leaves like i usually get like radio silence so since we're on the radio like that's fine i'm okay with that period yeah so, so yeah you got radio silence last week yeah when or the other day when you brought this up in our yeah, gr- in, in our the group. group chat right so what had happened was um basically okay what is we're gonna start from the beginning what is the zodiac like what are your zodiac signs what what is this shit so um basically your astrological birth chart it's also called your natal chart um uses the exact date time and location of your birth to recreate a snapshot of the sky at your precise moment of arrival um within the folds of this circular map You'll find all the planets and celestial objects tracked in astrology, um, along with the zodiac signs that they are occupying. What, so what the what fuck does a, that mean? What is a celestial object? Um, That's what stuck out to me. Yeah. If you look at a birth chart, you got you see these little images, right? little pictures. Those are celestial objects. They okay. just kind of like, what's in the sky? Okay. Yeah. So it's like- Yeah. You see how confused you sound? The Big Dipper? Yeah. It, sure. Okay. The stars. All right. Aligning. Anyways. Um, That's the- so it's basically where the stars and the moons are in the sky and the planets are a determining factor in who you're going to be is essentially And I'm what you're here for be. it. Just sure. like the rest of all these Bushwick day dems. I'm with you. Yeah. You know, read me. I'll read you. Fine. Whatever, I'm reading you. And I I feel it. Like, I feel my judge when I get into my Sagittarius bag. Like, mm-hmm. I know what I am. Mm-hmm. I'm here and mm-hmm. I'm queer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and it's expansive and it's mm-hmm. only up we up city girls up a thousand <sighs> and now and what's your take so I love to perform that, but that's actually dumb. It's really, <laughs> it really is just some stupid, stupid shit. That's it's like, at, it's at. Like, what, what are you talking that's about? That's like when, that's like when Wolfgang Tillmans told me I was dumb for believing in the astrological signs. Period. Too. We kind of are stupid for this. And I was like, it's fine. Like, oh shit, he said so. Okay. Listen, I think a truly American phenomenon is to have a faith in some shit you can't see or understand. But hope and pray that it's going to get you to where you need to go, mm-hmm. either in this life or the next. Sounds a little religious, doesn't it? It sounds like a self-fulfilling prophecy, to- which I'm also, well, he- I'm also so here for. Also here right, for. So bring it back. I'm here for the self-fulfilling prophecy aspect of this. Okay, so basic- basically, um, when we talk about like signs, so beyond that, you have your sun sign, these signs that are like descriptors of your personality and because of your 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 birth chart your birth chart tells you okay like um many different aspects of yourself how you are as a lover how you are as an uh, as a entrepreneur a, entrepreneur a career your career paths your whatever like how do you fight um scrappy and so basically the main the main signs that people really talk about are your sun sign your moon sign and your ascending or rising sign. And what the fuck does that mean? I got, I have the definitions right here. If you yeah. want me to read it. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Yeah. So, cause I, you know, this always trips me up. People say, well, what's your, what's your moon? What's your, what's moon? your rising? Oh I'm my like, God, that makes I, so much sense. I don't know. So mm, the sun sign is your main one. Like that's the one that like, like your, your that's ego. the one like you probably already know. Yeah. Like people told you like that's your birth month type shit it's like what you think you are the too. sun sign represents our ego and motivations mm. it's what you think you are mm-hmm. what motivates you mm-hmm. your moon sign which comes second it governs our emotional nature okay mm-hmm. so it's okay. like it's more internal i want to say that totally i would say like more of your almost your subconscious like what you know what do you hear in your head if you were in when a sensory yourself, deprivation no yeah. one's no one's projecting totally or you know you're not trying to live up to totally you're just like who you are inside exactly. you said sensory deprivation if tank? you were in a sensory deprivation tank it's like just you and your in the dark. fucking thoughts Oof. and feelings that's Okay. All yeah. right. So that's your moon. Yeah. And your ascendant or rising sign speaks to the energy that we put into the world. Yeah. Ooh, I that's like, deep. It is. I like to think of it as like how you are perceived. See, I think there's more nuance to it for sure. me. Sure. Like the energy you put out into the world. It's yeah. almost like the remnants of you or the, th- or the artifacts of you. Like, should you be an artist or a doctor? Like, that's that's the part that's like being manifested or like what you leave behind your legacy. But what is any of that other than what does any of that mean? Unless it's being received, perceived as such. Yeah. Okay. So, Fab. so I could, I could think yeah. my son or I could feel my moon, but what's getting translated could be a whole other thing. Right. So, I mean, I've got a, a great party game that relates to this called Alien Robot Human Ooh. that we'll play another time, but this just <laughs> reminds me of that. Anyway, so those, that's your sun, your moon, and your rising. Yeah, right. Now. Now. So I have to say, like, I know my sun, I know my moon, I know my rising. Let us hear it. 
Oh, really? Are we getting into this? Yeah, you go yeah. first because that's personal. Ugh. Okay, mine. Do you remember? Mine's kind of fab. It starts fab because mm-hmm. it starts Sag, and then I'm a Cap Cancer. Mm, cap what? What like you moon? mean? Cap Moon. And Cancer Rising. Oh, sorry. Flip, flip, flip. flip, flip. You're a Cancer Moon. moon cap Rising. You a Cancer Moon? Me yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. That's why we bounce. Yeah. That's carrying. I don't like them C words, though, to be honest. Mm, I have like a, a few. I don't feel like a C word. But cunt. I like that one. <laughs> I know you like that I'm one. I'm cunt rising. All right. So, all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So what are you? All right. All right. So no surprise. I feel like no surprise here that my son is in Libra. No surprise. No surprise. If you knew me. Just like my father. Ooh. That's why he loves you. That's Ew. why I love him. Yo, the way my dad be asking about you, I hate <laughs> it. Ever since that video shoot like 12 years ago. Oh, like, not even. It was love like, him. It was like nine years ago. Yeah. It was, like, it was a great video shoot. Where's that, that pretty girl that can sing with the mm-hmm. F with the big fro? Mm-hmm. Right here, daddy. She's a Libra, nigga. That's... <laughs> That's where <laughs> uh, I'm floating. I'm floating far, far away. Um, right. Libra sun, cancer moon. And drowning in my feelings. Same. Drowning. Just put a spiraling. tear in the chat. Put a tear in the chat. chat. You're drowning. Ugly. Ugly. Te- I am Oprah ugly crying on the inside at all times. Mm-hmm. A bleeding heart. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost to a fault. And then my rising is in Sagittarius. Oh, maybe that's why we get along so much. There we go. Wow. There we go. Wow. All right. So. All right. But carry on. We see you. Look at us. We feel it. You know we the feel thing is the like. Judge. Okay. Right. So I'm reading about it. We were in the group chat, and we're all like, "What's you know? I don't know how it started." I think. Shout out Camila. She was like, uh, she described herself. She's you. Know, I don't want to give too much because you know this shit is personal. Shout out Camila, new bride. She basically said that her sun and moon were two things that are super chaotic and emotional. And I was like, Jesus Christ. She's like, it's exhausting, you know? And yes. it, it is. Right. I'm like, yeah, it is shorty, like whatever. And then I'm like, we're fucking crazy. Like, what are we even talking and about? And then right what now? did you put in the chat? Right. So what had happened was. Um, Not a link to an article. Yeah, a whole link to a, a. It was a screenshot from a Wikipedia. Okay, okay. Right, okay. I wonder if I should just read this and then discuss like what I said in the group chat. Definitely. Okay, Carrie. Definitely. Okay, so basically, I remembered something that happened in college that, and I was in a social psychology class with Pedro. With Pedro, shout out Pedro, uh, Mr. Beach Chair. <laughs> he used to kick up his feet and sleep in the class. So, um, <laughs> Um, anyways, yes. Yeah. So I remember we did this experiment in class and it basically taught us about, um, something called the Barnum effect. Um, so basically what is the Barnum effect? It is a common psychological phenomenon whereby individuals give high accuracy ratings to descriptions of their personality that supposedly are tailored specifically to them, yet which are in fact vague and general enough to apply to a wide range of people. Hmm. Um, Furthermore, it says, this effect can provide a partial explanation for the widespread acceptance of some paranormal beliefs and practices, such as astrology, fortune telling, aura reading, and some types of personality tests. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, I am more of like, you know, of the 
logic, use my brain type of person, right, um, right, 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 academic, right. a little, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yes, yes. And I was like, exactly. That's basically what it is. That's like, that cap in you. It's, uh, I have no cap oh, in sorry. me. <laughs> I have no cap in me. You're capping right now. Capping, You're nigga. actually capping right now. Um. So, yeah. So I in my mind, I'm like, that's exactly what's happening here. So how is something going to generate some sort of tailor made uh, this uh, description of who I am, who I'm going to be, who I am on the inside. When I'm like, it sounds predetermined, pre predestined, which I personally don't believe in. I'd like to think that I am an agent in your own exactly in my own chaos. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I am the one navigating this world. I don't need any help in my successes and failures. So I am like, I I just don't. I think it's I think it's cheap and easy. That's what I think it is. Yes. So at base. At base. Like you'll play around with it. Right. You'll, you'll flutter. Now, what what I do want to pay close attention to and say that I am a, guilty of, some might say a victim of, is the desire and the need and the want to feel like I am being understood and that of being seen. Of being seen and that like uh, there's a clear pathway that has been placed in front of me that I don't need to do this by myself mm-hmm. and that explains why I be this way. Your, idi- why I'm your own carrying. idiosyncrasies. Exactly. Weird, like, yeah. I couldn't help myself. Our flaws and all. Exactly. I'm violent because my my Venus is in Scorpio, which so, is true. So would you then say that people, like when we have achievements or successes, are people less prone to attributing it to their signs then because I, I think so i think they like to uh i think people like to explain away their eccentricities or their failures to their zodiac signs right and i think it's cheap and i think it lacks responsibility and mm, i mean i could carry more but that and then i think i'm mean, already in deep water i mean so I, there's, I mean do. yeah there's people are gonna come for you like all the Bushwick they thems at the witch store right now. Well, go put some deodorant on. It's not my fucking problem. <laughs> so, but I I hear where you're coming from, Barnum Barnum Bailey um Circus. I really agree for the most part. Um, just it's like bystander effect. All them things I learned psych 101. Exactly. Like, I feel it. The studies was done. Yeah. Can't undo that. Right. That said, there are matters of spirit that are indigenous to me. Sure. You know, that like science can't explain away that logic that uh, there's some things that just like really what it comes down to at the root, at the base of it all. The one thing science can't explain is why we are here. Mm. How did we get here? How did did you get here? Deborah Cox and all. Mm. And it's like, you know what? Nobody's supposed to be here. Y'all can't do that yet. I'm going to keep fucking with my spirit. Well, there are a I'm few explanations. Fucking, oh, yeah? Yeah. It's called science, baby. <laughs> not not the creationist over here. No, it's not even creationism. No, I'm just kidding, like, I'm I kidding. still, at the end of the days, it's like, but why? Like, who put us here or how? Or like, what was the void before the what void? What was the reason? What was the reason? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, the more I feel pulled away from those feelings that feel very innate to our my personhood our personhood as black black people as you know it's like it's like they're trying to undo something in us they're trying to undo some of our magic that's very old that's very old 
but I know it can get dicey. Also, when it becomes commodified. Yeah. And it's that's like the they problem. need all of us on CoStar and they get, you know, it's like. Exactly. Yeah, obviously. The fact that it is a bigger conversation that we're all in tune with, that we're all abiding by, that we're all like giving power to. Yeah. I'm not with that. Right. I'm not okay with, you know, I don't like popular conversations period Mm. this is another popular conversation and while i understand why people invest in it i think people look for guidance i think people look for um reassurance i think people um just look to be affirmed we all need something and how and how messy you are affirmed in why you can't get a man or a partner affirmed in why you can't get that job yes i i need to know what's wrong with me it's also community building yeah like it's a form of community building it's i see it uniting as a uniting force somewhat yeah it's this you know but at the same time, you know, some people are very polarized by it. Totally. Um, I would. So for example, right. We, Don and I are in a group chat with all the homies and it comes up in conversation and people are like, dropped what the link. I did. What I did was I I dropped a screenshot of what the Barnum effect was. And then I re I relayed a story of what happened one day in our social psych class, which was. Um, our professor decided to hand out a survey. It was like, this is a personality quiz, essentially. He said, answer the questions. My TAs are going to go through them. My teaching assistants are going to go through them. And then we're going to sort you. There are four major personality types in a, that we are looking um, we're looking to study. So we're going to sort you into those groups. Um, and then um, we want you to discuss in your groups like, like your personality type and it was like a b c and d or whatever so we fill out our surveys the tas are sorting through them we get sorted into four groups i, I remember i was like a, a group c personality type c and they gave us a little piece of paper that described what our personality type was and our professor was like discuss amongst yourselves how does, how this makes you feel do you agree with it do you disagree whatever we have a whole 15 minute discussion about it and la 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 and everyone in the same group gets the same yeah, like so your group you, and, is and he was like defined you discuss as with your yeah. group do not discuss with other groups we're going to go over this later mm-hmm. right so then uh, group discussions are over we reconvene and my professor's like um he asked us like what did you think of the descriptions like what did you think of the personality how did you how did it make you feel all that stuff people are really like you know i felt seen i felt like and then some people were like i didn't like totally agree but i could see what they were saying and maybe it's like i maybe these things about my personally i can't see about myself because i am just a lesser being mm-hmm. maybe there are more factors at play that i am unaware of that will become apparent down the right, road right right, right. right? After all of that, he's like, all right, I have a confession to make. All four of you got the exact same description look as at, a personality type. Look at God. Look at God. Look at the teacher it's trying to play God. It's a white man's As class. they do. Yeah, of course. They love Anyways, to do that. I remember feeling like, damn, this nigga got me. Right. He fucked me up. I'm not an NFJP. I'm uh, an N-I-G-G-A. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, he, yeah, he really fucked me up with that. People were like, nigga, what the fuck? Why would you, you made us go through all of that? And he was like, I have a point to make. This is a, a phenomenon where we like, he's like, people can't help it. They look 
they seek to be seen Validated. beyond themselves. Yes. Right. And I remember that hitting me hard because I'm like, we are all just social beings at the end of the day. We all, not all, but we have these behaviors socially that are so deeply affected by the environments we're in and um, how we suffer, how uh, we look for guidance, how we are how affected we are and that we look to we need an escape we need a savior we need and i find that the popularity of zodiac of the zodiacs goes hand in hand with a lot of like undoing that was happening a lot of like people trying to embody the critical theory that we see in the people you know the we're trying to get away from the more um uh patriarchal, um, uh, neo-colonialist, all of that. We're trying to get away from these practices, these systems of power that yeah. are in place, including religion. And then trying, be, we're trying to step away from that, but we are so affected and cultured by that that, we're that still we just look for a replacement. Yes, right. Exactly. We're replicating those models within the things that we're finding to Totally. Undo. Predestination, predetermination. That sounds very religious, very Christian to me. And for the girls out here, especially the queer ones, mm -hmm. and especially the people who are living outside of the norms or, or ha have not been accepted by their societies, if you are... Being rejected in one way and then but still being cultured in a way that is deeply Christian, deeply American, mm -hmm. you're going to seek for other fulfilling and what this is an innocuous way to look for that sort of guidance. It's not related to God. It's related to the sun and moon and stars and which can, which are scientific. But have this spirituality, a, his, a history of spirituality mm -hmm. amongst many cultures. You look a lot of indigenous cultures. If you look back anywhere, it could be the the Central Americans. Uh, it could be Incan empires, Mayan empires. It could be Egypt. Egypt. It could all. Everybody got some. The Greeks. They all of them had something. Some, they was doing something. I mean, with you've the, seen that old that that thing that, that old mechanism that was discovered. It's like a this like metal clocks winding and shit but it's like the most high-tech computer they call it the first computer oh they yeah they found it in like the aegean sea like yeah was, you know like all rusted and shit totally but it had all these gears yeah and could pinpoint the location of like stars totally and shit. but it was like damn like it was gold and bronze and brass and all and i was like whoa Ooh, it's shiny <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you know it they serve purposes like you know if you know about position of the sun in the sky uh and you you can you can i mean people are using it for naval navigation you're using it for um seasons and farming and Menstrual all of that stuff. cycles oh, okay moon, yeah, well, yeah, the, the, moon. the moon really sure. like, let's talk about that does the moon really do something i have a couple As it does of with the tides women and the ocean, like women who are close to me in my life who are super scientific who are very like not religious brain, who will be like feeling a chaos in their world and then being like, is it a full moon? And it will be a full moon. Right. So I'm not gonna, I personally am like, that sounds like, what are you doing howling at the moon? Like right. whatever is your, are you turning into a werewolf? Like, <laughs> okay, 
yeah, yeah. And the th- the reality is like they're feeling a type of way in their body that feels chaotic and crazy. And who's to say you're wrong? Who's well, my at the end of the day, I'm sort of like nobody can tell me but me. Mm-hmm. So what I choose is up to me. So I'm gonna invest in this zodiac stuff as as much as I want until up to a certain point, and then be like, this sounds fucking crazy. And then oh, this is this is dumb. That sounds like a nice takeaway f- yeah. of a flyaway. And Period. It's not throwaway. It's not. But I also, I don't know if I should tell this story. I don't know how we're doing. Hit it. All right. You better so, hit it. There ain't no time limit. All right. Well, anyway. Anyway. So I, I said this. I abbreviated the story in the group chat. Radio silence afterwards. It was more like yeah, no one responded to the group chat. Yeah, after and it was on fire before like, that. Was like, it was like here's my date of birth. She said, yeah. she said, Charlie doesn't matter. Yeah, no love niggas y'all. Niggas was dead. Niggas yeah. was done. Mad, mad people who are not religious. Couple self-proclaimed atheists in that group chat. Silence, silence. <laughs> Look at God. Look at God. <laughs> so anyway, anyways. Story time. Mm-hmm. That was one story. Um, oh, we used to have a, 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 a an artist friend back in the day. Oh, yes, we sure did. We sure oh, did. now I know where their story going. Yeah, exactly. We're, well, I'm caring. But um, anyways, this a person, um, uh, how do I even like, without, <laughs> without being too fucking messy, this person, like, I, I sort of ushered this friend into our friend group, this person into our friend sure, group. Sure, sure, sure. We, we uh, have since se- severed ties. But um, when this person came in, there was a lot of, like, so this person came from a religious background, mm-hmm. but has been performing and looking for ways to sort of step out of that um and perform as their it was way. A, as it was a profe- uh, an oppressive system totally on them on them but also it hasn't had informed them deeply in their artistry near as well. entirely entirely yeah. yes at least the aesthetics of totally totally and the sound no. music yeah okay yeah 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 for sure so this person makes music anyway <laughs> so um they come into a friend group and i remember the one of the first times i have this person come hang out with our crew um, they whip out their tarot cards and they're like, who wants tarot reading? So we all, I think a bunch of us did readings. I don't know if you were there. I wasn't there. You weren't there. It was, um, um, <laughs> I'm not going to mention names. The other friends that we kick it with mm-hmm. who are also musicians, um, got readings as well. I did one and I sort of entertained it. But, um, you know, afterwards, I, I spent a lot of time with this person. They stayed with me for a while, la, 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 blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they were talking to me about the tarot and they're going like, they really are like kind of invested in it. And they're like, you know, I, I took some time to read up on it and la, la, la. And I, so I have a, a better understanding of how it works. So I'm a little rusty about how to read the cards, but, um, you know, I just I, I I think I know what I'm doing and I'm gonna go with it. I'm like, yeah, just go with it. You can literally make it up each time. And and they were like, what do you mean? I was like, friends, do you really expect me to believe that my magic touch on this deck of cards and the way I shuffle it is supposed to determine or be a descriptor of my life going forward, going forward, where I'm at right now and where I'm going? And they were kind of quiet. And I was like, also, all of these 
First of all, the card you're reading is open to interpretation. Entirely. It could be read negatively, and positively. Drawn you could, by someone different. Totally. You could look at me and be biased based on looking at me about how you're going to describe what this card is about. And then, so you're telling a story about a specific card. Then you're tying that story into the other cards to tell one grand to what narrative. what I look like. Exactly. To how you feel about me. Exactly. To what, you know, to what, what mood, my bank account is. Like, to what, what mood you're in as the reader. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe you're over it that maybe day. Maybe you don't like it. Maybe uh, maybe you are mad that I'm cute and I have a high pony right now. Which is every day. Exactly. And you're tight about that. Bitches like us can't go to readers. We cannot. Because <laughs> I'll read them back. I'm like, first of all, you're ugly. So this is not going to work. How can an ugly person read me? I'm going to read you back. Like, this is, that's insane. Yo. So, the, the you know, there's... There's so much behind what's in what's in that person's mind and their own their own biases with which they view the world, how they're going to read the card, then how they're going to read me and then decide how they're going to tell the story about me using their cards. First of all, why do you have all this power? Secondly, like, what if you're a bad storyteller? I'm not going to fucking believe it. And you know what? Honestly, I was like, you're stumbling, you're stuttering right Mm, now. Like, mm. I don't buy it. So. I was like, after going on my rant, I was just like, but you know, this is back when I cared a little bit more about how I made my People friends feel. feel. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, but you know what? Like, honestly, do you? There's a lot of flexibility with with any of these things. Like, yes. you know, I was like, look at me. Maybe I'm just like my theory head is just running wild. Like, sorry. And that person never brought around a, a tarot deck ever again. Ever. In fact, I think they retired the deck and they were like, this is stupid. Oh, shit. Yeah, serious? like stupid. So you ended their tarot career. Yeah, yeah. And I may have started another you career. You started their fucking career. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking, that's beautiful. Um, it, it's a butterfly. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Is, sure. Is this, is this a career? What, me reading people? For Phil? No, no, no. Oh. It's like that meme, you know? It's oh, like the guy like this, holding... Oh, with the butterfly. the butterfly. Is this a career? Is <laughs> this a jingle? Seems like it. It might be. So that's where I stand on that. And I just feel like at the end of the day, like it's okay to indulge. If it makes you feel better in the moment, that's fine. Indulge in it a bit. But when you start like opening your third eye and wanting to like really invest a whole existence in what's going on up there in the sky and what happened was and then not understanding yeah really understanding the way you actually think and feel and move as a person in this society and how affected you are and how that might affect the reasons why you indulge in it and abounding actions totally then like i we i I don't have time for it i'm not gonna look for this one-sided shit it has there you have to have dissonance about everything you're doing especially if it's coming to like how you're reading your life dissonance discernment totally discernment discrimination dick dick (laughs) and those are the four those those are the four d's D's. of, of the day dodge dip Dick, Dick and Dodge. Well, wow, it's been beautiful, y'all. It really has. That was a really beautiful flyaway. It was. I I hope so. No, it was. It was. I hope and the girls I'm, don't come in my inbox. Perhaps an unpopular opinion, but a needed one. I. That's how I feel. I'm. I'm trying to do a service. A grounded one. You bitches is too far up in the exactly. sky. Exactly. I just want to make you think. But I would also add that if 
one one really um descriptive aspect that I do invest in about my zodiac is that like I basically get in my feelings and I catch on fire and I fly away with it. And I would like to say that like you fly away. I fly away. You know that like that like video of the little girl who like does the wind up fairy and it flies right into the fireplace? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's no. That's me. That's wow. what the zodiac was saying about me and honestly, true. I I believe it. Exactly. You're a fucking phoenix. Hmm. Thanks, baby. I'm Ashy. Because you're Ashy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we out, y'all. Bye. It's not personal. It's public assistance.